Hi, and welcome to the Circle of Film podcast. I'm Ryan, and join me as we step into Spielberg in today's statistics episode. We reap the wind and the sky when the sun is high. We sail the length of the seas on the ocean breeze. At night we name every star. We know where we are. We know who we are, who we are. Spielberg is a new HBO documentary uh, that just came out not too long ago. Days ago, I think. And I got around to watching it. It's a little long. Uh, it clocks in for me at a 144 minutes, so two hours and almost two and a half hours. Uh, that's about as long as, say, Wonder Woman. Um, not quite as long as Blade Runner, but uh, it's it's a lengthy film, and that's generally a big um, hurdle, especially for a documentary. Uh, but I really like the movie. I thought it was pretty good. It definitely takes its time, and you get a lot of one-on-one uh, -on -one interviews with, with the man himself, with Steven Spielberg, and you get to hear from a ton of different people who have worked with him, who are friends of his, family members, uh, just about his methodology and the, and the steps he goes through, and just his, his mindset. Because for me, I've always... You know, obviously, I, I love Spielberg. Some of his movies are some of the absolutely best movies ever made. And, you know, we'll, we'll kind of get to that when we talk about, as we're going through the statistics. And yet, for me, however, I've always kind of thought and considered him to be, I don't know, kind of like a step down from some of the most artistic directors out there, if that makes sense. You know, especially lately with, with, you know, between Bridge of Spies and the BFG, uh, I, I've become a little more lukewarm on him as a director. I think you know, the fact that I was born so late in his career and that I've had to really go back to look at some of his more acclaimed stuff, uh, you know, like a Schindler's List, like a, like a Jaws, uh, like an E.T., you know, despite the fact that these are, some of these are kids' movies, and, 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 you know, I still really enjoy a lot of those movies, I, I don't necessarily, like, I, I don't, wasn't around for their release, I wasn't around for their Oscar campaigns, um, you know, I wasn't privy to insider details about what made these movies work, and, you know, pretty much all I really knew, as far as behind-the-scenes information went, was the was in Jaws how budget overruns forced them to hide the shark as often as possible and what that ultimately led to. And that's a great story and that led to some of the best sort of suspense and tension building ever in a movie. But that's just one movie and Spielberg's made so, so many that, I don't know, it, it seemed like more of a blip than, than a pattern. And so for me, this movie really helped me understand that, no, 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 he, he is like that on all of his movies. You know, his first so many movies, he went way over the budget and then had to kind of dial it back. And you just kind of, you get into his head and he explains everything so precisely and so clearly and so, so eloquently that by the end of it, you really do feel like even if you weren't around for those movies when they came out, you get a much better understanding of like what the vibe was 
and how it might have felt to be on set making some of these movies and, and what Spielberg's mission and, and goals were in making these movies and how this all came to be. And that's, that's really interesting. It's really fascinating. And I think that, you know, not only does Spielberg do a great job of explaining his own mindset, but the other, the rest of them, you know, the, the actors and directors and friends and writers and, you know, all these people that talk about him, I think do a great job of adding different aspects to him as a director that he can't quite touch on himself, which I think is, is very unique and, and fascinating to see. So, uh, I, I really like this movie, and because there are so many actors uh, and, and notable people in it, it is definitely a good candidate to do a statistics episode on. Uh, so, uh, Spielberg, as a documentary, um, is, is a documentary. Uh, it is, I, I saw it October 13th, uh, so just a few days ago. Uh, as I said, I clocked it at 144 minutes, and it is a 2017 film. Uh, my brief uh, summary is a comprehensive look at the titular filmmaker and the history of his career. Um, but, I, I mean, as I, you know, he's had a huge career, so the film can't quite touch on everything. And it definitely ignores some of his more recent films as well as some of his earlier films. But it does, it does a pretty, you know, like in an, just over, just almost two and a half hours, it pretty much hits as much as you could hope for in that span of time. Uh, it has a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes, but I give it a 72. I I really liked it. I, I don't think it's great, though. It, it doesn't quite get me to a point where I think it's it's kind of more of a seminal documentary work. It's just, it's just very good, and it does a great job of conveying who this guy is. I wouldn't call it groundbreaking, you know. It's a lot of talking heads, which, as interesting as these particular talking heads are, are still just talking heads, and uh, that's very much normal and, and banal in con when con being concerned with documentaries. Um, this does put it toward the top half, of, deep into the top half of my 2017 films, uh, but not quite into the top 20 or 25, uh, just outside the top 30, as a matter of fact. Uh, the director on this film is Susan Lacey. Uh, this is the only film of hers I've seen. I believe she is uh, a frequent collaborator with uh, um, um, HBO. And I think she works on other stuff. Like she's done, she's produced a lot of other things. This is the actually the first one she's directed, but she has produced uh, other TV documentaries on Ames, Alice Walker, uh, Janis Joplin, and uh, the American Masters series, which I've heard a lot of great things about. So this is kind of what she does. You know, she has won 14 primetime Emmys. Uh, this is, you know, this is a well-trod uh, person in this industry. So I think she, she, did a, she did a great job with this movie. Uh, as her only film, rated 72. This uh, puts her average film rating at 72. 
her value at 1, and her total score at 25. Uh, that ranks her at 1,043, so top 50. And all she had to do was make one movie. Um, yeah. Uh, I didn't find a country for her, so I don't know where she's from for that aspect of things. Uh, writers. Damn it. Uh, Susan Lacey, also credited as a writer. Uh, I don't think in my... I don't actually think I could f track down a specific writer for this movie. I don't know that you really could, given... You know, a lot of documentaries uh, are kind of in this vein, but uh, I generally, when that happens, especially for documentaries, I generally just attribute uh, the director with the writing, because that's oftentimes who it ends up being, as, you know, you don't usually write documentaries because you just film them, so it's more along the lines of once you find the story and editing it, and... I think it's a lot easier to just transcribe the the director into the writer's position as opposed to say like the film editor or something like that. So Susan Lacey, one film, rated a 72, with a value of one, has a score of 25. Now not quite as high on this end as she is in a, as a director, uh, only ranked 2,284th. However, still in the top 50% uh, with just one film. And yeah, that's it. Now, here's where things get very interesting. Uh, there, If you look at IMDb or if you look at Letterboxd, uh, one, the list of cast in those movies is quite different. But two, especially on IMDb, there are a lot of names on that list that aren't really in this movie. Uh, it seems like some of the names that they use are definitely talking heads in the movie, a la Tom Hanks, but there are a lot of names on that list that they include that I think are only being included because they're in scenes from a movie in which we are talking about. So uh, on my end, what I ended up doing was, unless this person had original footage that was added for this particular movie, I did not include them as an actor in this movie. Um, let me see if I can find a quick example of that. Because it's a shame, because I really, I really, you know, obviously I want more statistics, more data, if possible. But for example, you know, Richard Dreyfus, talking ahead in the movie, so he's included. Whereas, uh, let me see here. Um, not, no. I believe that looking at this, I don't like. I don't think like Holly Hunter is credited as, as an actor on IMDb. She was not in the movie I saw, so you know she as well as like Sally Field as well. Like neither of them, and like I, I don't believe that I missed them. And obviously, if I did, and and any of you want to point that out, I'm more than happy to to accept that, you know, anytime I came across someone like that, like a Sally Field, like a Tom Cruise, an Eric Bana, well, Eric Bana is in it, uh, Daniel Craig, who this claims that was in the movie, but actually I don't believe was, you know, I googled it, I tried to determine 
and I and for a couple of people I did find clips, but I don't those clips weren't in the movie that I saw. So I don't know if there's additional footage or something like that. Uh, so maybe there's a different part to it. Uh, I'm not sure. But per, you know, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I'll have to double check. But I think there's a reason that some of these people aren't listed on Letterboxd. Um, and it might be that reason. So I did the best with what I had. I did come up with, you know, 15 credits on, as an actor in this movie. So still quite a lot of people. Uh, and starting at the top. Uh, Ralph Fiennes is in this. Ray, Ray Fiennes is in this movie. And uh, he, he is, this is his 30th credit. Um, he, he lowers his average film rating to a 72.67. It is his sixth film, rated in the 70s. Uh, it increases his value to a 27.5. It is his 21st highest rated movie and ranks just behind Nanny McPhee Returns and just ahead of The Prince of Egypt. Uh, he is the fourth highest rated person on my list overall from the United Kingdom. And... Uh, yeah, you, you get to talk to him about um, Schindler's List. It was really fun. It's really interesting uh, to hear his kind of perspective on things. You know, he and uh, Liam Neeson. Next up, ranked seventh overall from Australia, uh, is Kate Blanchett. This is her 35th film, uh, which raises her average film rating to a 68.91. It is her 10th film, rated in the 70s and increases her film value to a 24.5 and her overall score to a 95.19. Spielberg is her 24th highest rated film, ranking just behind The Curious Case of Benjamin Button and just ahead of another film in which she plays herself called Slow Motion. Uh, I believe that's a short film, however, not a feature. Next up is... Uh, Christian Bale ranked 15th, also from the United, uh, as well from the United Kingdom, like Ray Fiennes. This is the 33rd credit for him that I have. It increases his film uh, average film rating to a 66.91. It is his first and only film rated in the 70s right now. Uh, it increases his film value to a 21.5 and his overall score to an 87.09. Uh, Spielberg is his 16th highest rated film, falling between The Mechanist and Shaft. Shaft being worse, The Mechanist being better. I keep hitting that. Next up uh, is Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, he is ranked 20th overall from California. This is his 23rd credit that I've seen, with an average film rating now at 70.43, so it was bumped up a little. This is his fourth film, rated in the 70s. It increases his film value to an 18, and his overall score to an 86.30. Spielberg is his 12th highest rated film, falling between Marvin's Room, To the Top Above, and Shutter Island Below. Uh, next up is the aforementioned Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, uh, ranked 47th overall from California. This is his 47th uh, film credit, 
raising his average film rating to a 61.98. It is his 11th film rated in the 70s. It increases his film value to a 16.5, his score to an 80.45. He is, this is his 20th highest rated film, uh, coming in behind A League of Their Own and ahead of Partysaurus Rex, which is a short film based on Toy Story. And uh, that brings him back into the top 50. Uh, He had fallen out of the top 50 after the change in uh, ranking formula, but he has now worked his way back in at 47. Next up is Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel Day-Lewis, who worked with uh, Spielberg on Lincoln. Uh, This is his 12th credit on my spreadsheet. It raises his... Actually, it doesn't raise or lower his average film rating because that was already 72. It is his second film, rated in the 70s. It increases his film value to a 9.5, his score to a 76.21. Spielberg is his seventh highest rated film, ranking just behind Gandhi and just ahead of The Last of the Mohicans. Uh, that puts Daniel Day-Lewis into the top 100 overall at 92. Uh, and he is also from the United Kingdom. Next up is Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley, this is his 39th film credit. It increases his average film rating to a 60.18. It is his ninth film rated in the 70s. It improves his value to a 10.5, his score to a 70.74. It is his 17th film rated overall, coming in just ahead of The Box Trolls and just behind Shutter Island. Is that right? Because I know... Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, Ben Kingsley is now ranked in the top 200 at 192 and also from the UK. Yes, he was also in Schindler's List with Fines and Neeson. Um, Also inside the top 200 is Harrison Ford now. Uh, This is his 26th film credit. Uh, It improves his average film rating to a 63.65. It is his fourth film rated in the 70s. Improves his value to an 11 and his score to a 70.61, so just 13 hundredths of a point uh, behind Ben Kingsley. Spielberg is his 12th highest rated film, coming in just behind American Graffiti and just ahead of the original Blade Runner. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Uh, He's ranked 196th overall and is from Illinois. Illinois. Next up is Laura Dern, who worked with Spielberg on Jurassic Park. Uh, This is the 21st film credit for Laura Dern. It improves her average film rating to a 65.43. It's her sixth film, rated in the 70s, and improves her value to a 10. All that adds up to a score of 70.24, and Spielberg is her 10th best movie comes in just behind Back Beyond, the short film addendum to The Master from Paul Thomas Anderson, and just ahead of Bastard Out of Carolina, for which Lardern is the narrator. Uh, this unfortunately does not bring her into the top 200, as she is ranked 206th, <clears throat> and she is from California. Next up is <clears throat> Richard Dreyfus 
who worked with Spielberg on Close Encounters, Jaws, and Always. Uh, Dreyfus, this is his 16th uh, film credit. I'm sorry, 19th film credit. Uh, it improves his average film rating to a 63.05. It is his 7th film, rated in the 70s, and improves his value to a 9. Add all that up, and his score is a 66.05. Spielberg is his 11th highest rated film. It comes in behind Close Encounters, but ahead of I Knew It Was You, Rediscovering John Cazale, another documentary. Um, Spielberg improves Richard Dreyfuss's rating, ranking to, a th- to 328th. Dreyfuss is from New York. Next up, we have uh, Martin Scorsese, uh, obviously from New York, uh, typically a director, but he has had enough film credits that he has also been part of the actors page. This is his 11th film credit, um, with an, and improves his average film rating to a 67 even. This is his second film rated in the 70s, and improves his value to an 8. His score is 64.69. And Spielberg is his sixth best movie. Uh, it comes in behind another documentary where he plays himself called Casting By, and it comes in ahead of Shark Tale, where he plays the villain in Shark Tale. Uh, Spielberg, uh, you know, is is you know Scorsese and Spielberg were good friends and worked what worked together and helped each other when they were just coming up, which is another really interesting element to that thing, you know, like Scorsese, Spielberg, De Palma, uh, it was really fun, and, and Lucas, and it was, it was fun to just see the way that the four of those guys just interacted with each other and, and talked about each other. Uh, Scorsese is now ranked 377th, top 400. Next up, we have Bob Balaban, uh, who worked with Spielberg on Close Encounters. Bob Balaban, this is uh, from Illinois, this is his 16th film credit. Uh, it improves his average film rating to a 63.31. It is his second film, rated in the 70s. Uh, he has a value of 7, and that puts his score at 63.28. Uh, Spielberg is his 8th highest rated film, coming in behind Close Encounters, and ahead of Gosford Park. Uh, Balaban is now ranked 430 second overall. Next up is uh, the from, from Mississippi, Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey, this is just her seventh film credit. Uh, she worked with Spielberg on The Color Purple, getting an Oscar nomination for it. And uh, as her seventh film credit, it raises her average film rating to a 68.14. It is her second film, rated in the 70s. It improves her value to a 4.5. Her score is now 58 even, and Spielberg is her fourth best film. It ends up coming in behind Lee Daniels' The Butler and ahead of B-Movie. That's B-E-E Movie, the uh, Jerry Seinfeld animated film. Uh, This improves her ranking to 729th, which she shares with a couple of other people, including uh, Richard Attenborough and Anne Bancroft, among others. A lot of people sitting at 58. Uh, 
Uh, next up is Eric Bana. Uh, Eric Bana, this is his 16th film credit. It improves his average film rating to a 59.25. This is his third film rated in the 70s. And improves his value to a 3.5. His score is 56.17. Uh, Spielberg is his sixth highest rated film, coming in behind Star Trek and ahead of Lone Survivor. Eric Bana worked with Spielberg on Munich, and it improved his ranking to 851st. He comes in behind Steve Zahn uh, and ahead of John McIntyre. John McIntyre. Next up, uh, we kind of tumble down to the bottom half of the uh, actors list now with James Brolin. This is the 13th film credit I've seen from James Brolin. It improves his average film rating to a 51.77. This is his first film rated in the 70s. And it improves his value to a negative 3.5. His score is 41.37. And Spielberg is his fourth highest rated film. It comes in behind Pee-wee's Big Adventure and ahead of Westworld. The film... Uh, James Berlin, now ranked 2,285th, comes in behind uh, Al Sapienza, maybe Pam Greer, probably one a bit more more recognizable name, and ahead of <clears throat> um, Bill Skarsgård from It, Pennywise from It, one spot ahead of him, and that's it. Uh, James Berlin, the only outlier there. There's some incredibly good quality in terms of acting prowess in this movie. And that is just a testament to Spielberg and the talent he attracts around him. He is, uh, he, you know, he knows what he's doing and everyone wants to be with him and he works with the best. So those are the actors in Spielberg. Uh, moving on to genres. Uh, like I said, Spielberg... Uh, rated 72 from 2017, the only genre it really hits is documentary. Uh, it improves the average film rating for documentaries to 65.26. Uh, it is a one on the Bechtel test. None of the women talk to each other as talking heads, but they are present and talking about things. And it is not rated on the MPAA because it was released by HBO. No Oscar nominations. It, I believe, it does qualify for uh, the the Oscars this year, if they so choose to put it in there. So it could be on the shortlist for the documentary feature category. We'll have to see. Moving back to years, uh, uh, Spielberg, as a 2017 film, is one of the 171 films I've seen that have come out this year so far. It is the 800 and is one of the 815 films that I have seen this year, in this calendar year. It improves the average film rating of 2017 films to 48.64, and it improves the tomato meter of such films to 61.68. Uh, as it is a documentary, it is one of the 18 documentaries that I have seen from this year. With one on the Bechtel test, it is part of the 35.09% of films from this year that also have a one. And, as it is not rated, it is the 36th film 
from 2017 to not be rated, uh, winding up 10 films behind PG-13 at 46, and 34 films behind R, which has 70. And uh, I don't, uh, as far as like location stuff, it, it you know it impacted those somehow, but I don't really know. I mean, I know people from Illinois, actors from Illinois are in this. Um, there are now 40 actors from Illinois credited on my list, and this is very much incomplete. Uh, four of those actors are in the top 100 actors on my list, and the average ranking, rating, average score for uh, actors from Illinois is 62.95. Uh, I know there are people from California, 105 actors from California, 13 in the top 100. Uh, New York, 115 actors, 14 from the top 100. As well as the UK has 177 actors, and 27 of them are in the top 100. I don't know. I'm, I'm working on that. I don't know how big of an impact that's going to play into the actual statistics episode as of right now. Uh, but... That's pretty much it. It uh, Spielberg doesn't impact my circle of film awards at all. Uh, it doesn't. It's it's a very enjoyable and and entertaining documentary to watch, but I, I didn't find any of its uh, elements to quite be outstanding in and of themselves. So that's going to do it for the statistics on Spielberg. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you have any comments, concerns, questions, or answers, you can send those to circleoffilm at gmail.com. If you want to know, learn more about me, my spreadsheet, uh, the podcast, find out more episodes at circleoffilm.com. And if you would like to support the show in any way, shape, or form, head over to patreon.com slash circleoffilm. And as always, have a week. So long, farewell. I know she'll never leave me, even as she fades from view. So long, farewell, I'll be to say adieu. In the name of love, one night in the name of love. So long, farewell, oh, I'll be to say. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So long.